and spy heard grown up girl talk here we are again it's samantha tradelius we've got stacy fleece and jennifer tovani uh, and our wonderful guest today uh Brittany mafia of urban organics uh, she's kind of a powerhouse and we're really excited to have her here on our very like first guest uh appearance for our uh, podcast. And so, Brittany, tell us a little bit about you and uh, good morning. Good morning, thank you for having me. Um, a little about me, I am 37. I own a catering and event planning company. I'm from the Bay Area, Sonoma County originally. And I live in Pleasant Hill right now with my husband and my cat. So Brittany, um, I, I'm going to take this back a little bit to the beginning of Urban Organics because I love this part of your story. Um, talk a little bit about how Urban Organics developed, came to be, and my favorite part of the story is how did you pull yourself away from that daily grind job that you felt like was paying the bills and got that confidence and security to believe enough in yourself to know that Urban Organics actually, if you put full-time effort into it, would be successful. Because I know that was, that was a big struggle for you for a long time. Yes, no, it was, great question. Um, the short version is uh, I was 21 years old and I had been in the restaurant business my whole life and always wanted to be a personal chef. And I thought, oh, how am I gonna get that break? Like, who's gonna hire me? I have no personal chef experience. Um, ended up getting a, a gig and working for a couple in San Francisco for about like two and a half years. Um, and 09 hit and the world kind of fell apart and I had got my dream job still doing my other, you know, full-time job, which was bartending. Um, and just kind of always did that on the side. I was always taking weekend gigs and always asking for time off at my bartending shifts to go and kind of do little parties, do events, do, you know, I finally, people started asking me to do weddings and I was like, I don't know how to do that. I don't even want to be a caterer. I just wanted to be like a super fabulous personal chef in someone's home. Um, but it just evolved and evolved. And then finally I said, well, if I can do this on my own terms, if I can make really great food and not what I called gross catering food, if I could do it on my terms and I want to do it. <laughs> um, and as you guys know, Sam and Stacy, I really struggled for years with how do I give up that, that job that pays the bills? And it really was um, the effort of my girlfriend telling me, you can do this, you can do this. And I will never forget you, Stacey, just saying like, basically just do it or you're, you're just never gonna do it. And um, I thank God had the support of my husband and we had worked on a, a very strategic plan as he likes to do with X amount of dollars in the bank. And I promised him that I wouldn't quit that job until I had that, you know, secure. And I came home one day from bartending and I said, I quit. And he's like, but that wasn't the plan. I said, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. And I just have to believe myself. And that was like six years ago. It's really amazing how hard it can be to take that leap of faith, even when that faith is in ourselves, mm -hmm. which should be 
the easiest thing to have belief in. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. Um, but again, I think it just, it literally boiled up inside of me so long and so intensely that I just, I just, I knew I had to do it. Otherwise I was just never going to. So it was definitely scary, but it was worth it. How did you come up with the name uh, Urban Organics? <laughs> um, that is a great question. My, one of my childhood friends, um, who I'm still in contact with today, um, we were all, you know, early 20s living in downtown San Francisco, and we all had our own little studio apartments, and we would, you know, have dinners together every night, and, um, and I just said, okay, I guess I'm going to do this, and this was kind of when I was still bartending and kind of doing it on the side, but I said, I guess I need a business card. I guess I need a name of the business. You know, I don't even think I had legally gotten a business license yet, but I knew I needed that, that card. Um, and so she was really sweet and strategic and kind of said, well, you know, what do you, what comes to mind? And, and we just kind of wrote down a whole bunch of words and she actually came up with it urban organics and she said it and I loved it and it's been you know and that was even again years ago that was in my early 20s that was, was that over cocktails uh I'm I'm sure it was over cocktails some of the best ideas come up <laughs> yes. over cocktails I agree and with girlfriends so yes girlfriend power is amazing um so Samantha here and Brittany I'm gonna dig deep a little bit I'm gonna go where a lot of us have been the last what 10 11 months and that has been in a place that's been challenging for what like human beings in general but women in business also in general um and being in an industry that basically just like stood breaks came to a screeching halt um, and I know, I mean, you and I are, are friends on a, on, a, on a big level. So I, I know what it was like to, to have those evening conversations and just be like really lost and really confused uh, about what direction and where to go. Because you've spent all this time like ramping up and building and this business was finally super successful. And then breaks, it's like the e-brake um, got pulled. So I want to talk about what the, that felt being, you know, in that role of lost you know and like how you've come out of that because i think that's like something that i'm really proud of you for and i think a lot of us have gotten there over the last few months so i want to hear your story about like how low it got and then how you kind of took it to the next level <sighs> yeah i think i got like a little bit of blood pressure just listening to that because it really has been um insane for everybody um it's yeah, like you said, it really was an e-break. I mean, I never thought in a million years that this would happen. Um, and my husband always told me, you know, plan for an ep uh, economic downfall, plan for an 09, like plan for, like, what are you gonna do? What services are you gonna offer when people are on a budget or, you know, things like that. Um, so that was always in the back of my mind, but I never thought that I would go from not only the figures I was doing, but just the amount of employees and the amount of like, um, comfortability that I had with myself and the business to nothing. Um, and it definitely got really low. I mean, there were really tough conversations in my marriage of, you know, what are we going to do? Are we going to think about closing shop? And, you know, to me, that was just never an option. Um, it was, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And it, yeah, it definitely felt very lost and hopeless 
and sad. And, you know, you kind of go through all the different transitions. Like one day you're just super sad and then one day you're pissed off or whatever. And I think, you know, I definitely feel that I got lucky because one of my big corporate clients came to me in like August and said, okay, let's start to get creative. What can we do? We still want to work with you. You know, um, at that time I had built, you know, a pretty significant relationship with a corporate client for the last, you know, three to four years. So that gave me a boost of energy to say, okay, let's do this. What can I do? And as you, Sam and Stacey know, I tried a bunch of other things that just didn't work at all, you know, that were very frustrating as well. So it's not like I, I bounce back quickly or I, you know, and I'm still pulling myself through. So it, it definitely is not something that just a light went off or anything. It was just kind of working through all of those things. And I think part of the beauty of being a business owner is you get to have those trial and error experiences that, like I said, they give you your stripes, right? They, they help set the stage for the person that you are becoming. Um, and I, you know, I think what's very interesting is when that light bulb kind of just goes on and you're like, okay, like, look, I could sit here and I could feel sorry for myself and I know the world sucks and like, this is just a big And bulb. I did. Right? <laughs> Didn't we all, girl? But I think that moment when you're like, okay, you know what? I'm the only person that's going to make this happen for myself and finding ways to, you know, redefine and redirect your attention. And the word pivot, I feel is so like overused and annoying, but you know, I hate it. But like the redirecting of, you know, from being a full service catering, you know, wedding, uh, you know, facilitator to now you're doing a lot of these, you know, boxed experiences. And, you know, you had mentioned like now you're in the shipping and packing business because yeah. it's, it's becoming a whole new part of your brand. And it's really just kind of exciting. And, you know, being there to watch this journey, I think is really cool. Um, and I've just, I've really enjoyed it. So thank you for, for sharing that part of you with us. Thank you. I've had that moment and mine actually was not related to the COVID pandemic of 2020, uh, but I've had that moment. For me, it was, and I won't bore you with the story, although we'll go there sometime, but it was back in like 2002. And I had this moment of, um, like I can literally remember waking up at like two o'clock in the morning, like I got hit over the head with a brick and thinking, okay, get, get over yourself, get over your own ego, get over your own issues. If you're gonna make this work, here's, here's what you're gonna have to do, get past yourself. I had to get past myself more than anything mm -hmm. else. But I, I do think that as women, it's, it's much more difficult for us to reach out and ask for help because we do kind of think we need to be the, the power all for ourselves, for our kids, for our spouses, for our lives, for our business, whatever it is. Um, Beyond the corporate client that reached out, which I, I feel like that was a, a bit of a, um, a lifesaver ring thrown in your direction, what, what, kind of, uh, what kind of support did you get from your community? Because this, this doesn't just affect us as individuals emotionally, it affects our, our marriage, our friends, our relationships, our, our daily ability to get outside and take a walk. I mean, there were there are days, I, there were days, there still are days that I don't even want to leave the house and see the world, right? So what kind of, what kind of support did you reach out for? Or what kind of support was given to you to get you kind of past that point? Because we've all been there. Um, I think it was kind of a, a mixture. I definitely think the restaurant community is 
um, you know, I've been in it almost 25 years and people that are in the industry are, we're full of like people, we're, we're people, people, you know, and I think that was such a, a shock and devastation is we're like, wait, we're used to seeing people every day. We're used to serving people every day. We're used to making people smile every day. And I, I do think that within my community, no matter what it was, if it was a text or an Instagram DM or anything, I think we all were like, what can we do? How can we support each other? Um, you know, even just getting, you know, takeout or, or any of that, or even just being able to wallow with some of them that that's a sense of support as well um and then within my own family and friends um and husband you know i i feel really grateful that i was able to um actually have time to have conversations that i wasn't having you know for years prior because i was too busy working so i really think my friendships grew a lot in this last year um and that to me was like my aha moment, like, oh my gosh, wait, I've been missing my girlfriends for years, you know, so that, that, um, along, and then, you know, just my husband is a great support, so. Brittany, what makes you feel inspired or makes you feel like your best self while you're going through all this? Um, I think, you know, honestly, I, I think the better that you feel about yourself, um, you know, I think I've gotten past that okay, I want to, you know, every year on my vision board was, uh, you know, a girl in a yoga position, you know, that weighed 115 pounds or whatever. I think I've kind of gotten over that as I approach my late 30s, almost 40, and um, just feeling the best I can feel. And for me, that means eating healthy, working out, um, giving myself grace, like, hey, if I don't want to do anything today, like, I'm okay with that. That doesn't mean I suck. That doesn't mean I'm a loser. That doesn't mean I'm unmotivated. That means I'm allowing myself to do whatever it is that feels right. But I think that those things, um, you know, just feeling good from the inside out, that inspires me because I, I think, oh, my God, well, yeah, I, I can do this. So, so okay. you're suggesting we should probably actually take a shower every day, which... I don't know. Is it just me during COVID? Like, I'll, I'm going to put it out there. Like, I, I have not showered every day. Oh, no, not at all. Like, and I, I don't think that that's a part of it. Again, allowing yourself that grace to say, if you want to sit on the couch all day and, like, put work off, like, that's fine. Do you have any one or two kind of self-care tips that kind of got you out of a funk when you were feeling really low? Um. It's two very simple things. One, I started doing with my husband when he actually was out of work for a few months during the pandemic. And we would go for a walk every day, sometimes twice a day. Um, and I read this thing in the last few days that people are like, I'm tired of walking. And I'm like, what? Like, you're outside. You're, you're naturally Come getting <laughs> energy from the sunlight, from the trees, from the plants, like all of that is scientific. Like you actually are giving yourself energy when you go for a walk. And the other thing that I do is uh, meditate. But uh, again, that's something that I've wanted to work on. I don't sit here and meditate for a half an hour, an hour a day. I do very like short increments, but for me, it really helps. Awesome. Meditation is great for everybody. I agree. Yeah. 
So here's some more real talk. Um, you know, everyone was really busy learning how to garden this, you know, COVID season, as we'll say, or, you know, cleaning out their closet. Um, digging a little bit deeper, like what are some things that you found about yourself um, as, a, as a human being and as a woman and as a business owner that you didn't know about yourself before you were forced to find them? Um, another great question. You ladies are killing it. Um, I really, as someone said this earlier, I think Stacy, you just said this. Um, I had a huge fucking ego. I didn't think that I did. Cause I'm like a really awesome person. Well, I didn't say I had a huge fucking ego. I just <laughs> said I had to get over my ego, but I, I like yours better. Um, and I don't think in a really, really bad sense, like not to other people, but I think within myself, you know, I think the last few years has been this boss, babe, like blah, blah, all that talk. Um, and I think I really was full of myself and I think I just was too busy and just didn't, my perception of what success was or, or what any of that was, was actually different than who I am in my heart and my soul. And I just was too busy working and trying to kill it to realize. So, I mean, it really was great. This pandemic is, as I, I do really think there's been some great things. I think that was one of them was just slow down. You, your perception of reality is all wrong. I don't even know if I answered the question, but. Why do, why do I, this is, this is a serious question. What, and anybody can answer. Why do we as women think having an ego is a negative? Why is that? It's, it's not, it shouldn't be. What, why is it that? I don't think it's it not, is but why do we feel like, like Brittany and I both just talked about having like a, a, a big ego we had to get over. Like why, why is having a big ego negative for us? Because the word egotistical came, you know, a long ago when, when men were the total powerhouses in business and having a big ego, you know, meant they pushed their weight around and they pushed other people out of the way to get there. And I don't think that's really what have being, you know, having a, a good sense of self or having an ego really is anymore. So I think we're redefining that. I, I think too, that being confident is sometimes having this ego and it's not, it's being able to take risks and being, uh, being, they always say like being uh, success begins on the edge of your comfort zone or, you know, taking those extra steps that, you know, maybe somebody may think it's an ego. I always say though, you know, one of the things that, you know, somebody will ask, like, how do you define yourself or what's one thing you, you know, live by? And it's like, I never take myself too seriously. So, you know, it's like, I'm the first one that's like, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm excited about who I am and, and the place that I am in this world and where I'm, you know, forging forward. But at the same time, like, I don't take myself too seriously. And I think that's, you know, kind of, I think what Brittany, you kind of found, you were like, hey, wait a second, like, who I think I am and who I really am, uh, they kind of might need to find a different, you know, middle ground. Um, and I think it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a big, bold statement, you know, and it's something that, you know, you should really embrace and, and feel like when this all, you know, when the doors open back up and we go back out there, um, you'll be able to approach the world in a different way because now you've, you've been humbled, you know, you've, you've had to take a seat. I just, I want to get, I, I personally want to get to a point where having an ego is okay. I'm not there, but I'd like to be there. I want to get there. 
Um, all right, Brittany, this is the burning question. Everybody wants to know, did you get a COVID pet? A COVID pet? Yeah, you know, people adopting dogs, cats, fish. No, I have COVID. had my lovely cat for almost 17 years. She's my little angel. And actually at the beginning of the pandemic, she had some health scares, which just, I was like, oh no, you are not leaving me during this situation. And I've decided she's going to live another five years. She's just going to be a really old, awesome cat. That's, so. that's all right. Five, five years is a good goal. That's a good yeah. life for a cat. <laughs> um, let me ask you, the, the changes you've had to made, make in your business, and maybe even in your personal life, relative to what we all went through the last year, and I'm not going to use the P word because it's overused and I hate it, the redirect, um, have you found anything in, in those uh, changes that you think you'll keep long term? even if things go back to the way they were? Um, yeah, I think Sam just said this. I think, you know, we, we, I feel like we could do a whole episode on the ego thing because I agree with Jen on some things. Like, the, you know, it, it, it's one of those words I think means something different to everybody. Um, but I think being humble, being humble is something that I just was not practicing. Um, and I am confident and I was confident back, back then and, and I hope to always be confident. But I think being humble. Um, I'm doing things that, you know, I would have never thought I would have been doing, but now I'm grateful that I have them to do like packing and shipping and literally starting a whole new business schlepping. Um, but I'm grateful because it's, uh, you know, I hope that we can continue it. And now I have another, um, revenue stream, you know, again, when the doors open up, I don't want to stop. I mean, I can have a whole nother division doing that. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, that and just trying to be humble every day. I think that's a great practice for everybody. If you could turn back time and be, and, and talk to your 18 year old self, what would you tell her about your ego or how to build your business or, you know, what would you talk to yourself about if you could go back? Um, God, 18. I, I think one big takeaway that I always am just perplexed year after year, but I think we all hopefully get more comfortable with it is um, patience and that everything in your life, business, spiritual, everything takes longer than you want it to. Every single thing. Um, you know, things I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm going to have that done in three months or six months or one year or whatever it is, throw that out the window. Not to say don't have goals, but, um, you know, things change, life changes and you just have to move with it. You can't think that just because you want something so bad, it's going to happen at the time frame that you want it to happen. That's a great one because for teenagers, having patience <laughs> is like a non-existent. Uh, uh, it's all about instant gratification for that crew. Especially now with social media and everything is so instantaneous that I really admire that, that that is the one thing because patience, you know, could help everyone in every walk of life. If they could just start out a little more patient and listen a little longer, they would learn a lot more. I'm, uh, I, still, I agree. I'm still working on the patience factor. <laughs> it's not one of my strong suits. We all um, are. <laughs> right. So, um, I'm going to ask you two questions. And first one is, what are you most proud of professionally? And the second one is, what are you not so proud of 
professional? Like what are, what's your high point and your low point in your, in your career where you're at right now? Mm. Um, I think most proud would be um, just honestly getting to where I am now. You know, I, I think uh, Stacy and Sam know this, but I was a really horrible student. I didn't graduate high school. I was the like poster child for, hey, you learn a little bit differently, so therefore you are stupid or not worthy or whatever it was. I was just not good in that aspect. So I think to come this far and you know to have just kind of, yeah, taken the longer path, um, but I, I definitely am really proud of that. And my weakest, um, something I still struggle with a lot is being a leader and, and having those leadership attributes. And, you know, I just think that's something I'll always work on as long as I have employees. Um, I think that's something that's really, really challenging. So what challenges you about it? I think because I am a people person, I'm definitely, I always can see myself in their shoes. Um, I, I tend to be a little more lenient than I want to be. Um, especially I think, oh, well, I was that age once. I know how I was, or, you know, I think I'm a little more, I'm like too empathetic with employees and I would love to be a little bit more of a hard ass. I will tell you this, as you get burned more <laughs> or you learn lessons more, you develop a thicker skin. And that is one of those traits. I don't think that's necessarily um, given. Uh, it's something that's more of a, something that's learned and an experience that then kind of thickens the skin a little bit. Agreed. Absolutely. So, <laughs> Brittany, over the years, we have, we have laughed, we have cried, we have forest bathed. We have mm -hmm. drank tea made from twigs we found on the floor of said forest. Um, all, all kinds of adventures that we've been on. Um, and we certainly appreciate you sharing your insights and sharing your, your inspiration. Your, your growth into your business has always been one of my favorite stories of letting go of that bartending job, which was such a huge deal. We won't even talk about three job Karen, but let's focus on, on getting rid of the, the, um, the bartending job, which is, was a big step. And then, uh, you know, to, to have this happen um, to all of us, but obviously impacting everybody a little differently. Um, last question, going forward, Will you measure your success personally and professionally differently because of what we've all experienced over the last year? Um, yes, I, I think so. Like I said, I think um, the person that I am and my heart, my soul was always there. I just wasn't aware of it as much in the last few years because of how busy I was. Um, but I, I definitely think that, you know, my personal relationships, um, that was always important to me, but I just didn't necessarily make time for it so just kind of being aware and I am someone that can say I know a lot of people say oh I don't measure success by monetary value and those are usually billionaires um, so I'm happy for them but I still do to a certain degree you know measure success in that value and I think again it stems from everything from the childhood that I had and grew up and, the, and all of those things so I think it's definitely a combination of both of those. Um, but I think moving forward, I will 
allow myself to be more conscious of those instead of maybe shutting them off and saying, oh, I, I know it's important, but I'm not really going to do anything about it to make sure that it's, you know, a part of my life. Mainly do you think it's hard for all of us to walk away from finances as a measure of success for societal reasons, mostly, but to be able to have some other benchmarks that um, maybe all our eggs are not in that one basket. And, and uh, I, think, I think a lot of us maybe had all our eggs in that basket um, coming into a year that we had to really kind of rethink a lot of things. So um, agreed. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for being honest and raw and real um, because I think we can all learn from your experiences and come out the other side better because of it. So um, thank you again for being guest number one. Yay! On Inspired and doing thank you so much. And doing real grown up girl talk with us. Um, love you and uh, looking forward to having everybody join us next week. Thank you for joining Inspired.